Nobody like Dave. Here with my big brother Boost. What up, Boost? It's the GB7. What up, though? It's the like pregame one right here, baby. We ready to release what up, it. Dope? We got one more week for the release date, man. We trying to do some special shit for y'all. What up, though? How y'all doing this week, man? Hope everything good. Hope everybody in good health. Fucking. We finally figuring out y'all got y'all president. Um, we seeing this corona shit. It's no joke. Round of applause for that. Yeah, no, we gonna get around that, man. <laughs> Second round of this shit is coming around. It's crazy. Like, um, Boost lost somebody to it kind of early. So, um, we knew the shit was real. And then, uh, fucking, one of our brothers caught that shit. He self-quarantined, and he healthy, thank the Lord. But people, uh, I'm not saying be scared, and I don't think the country should be on lockdown like it is, but definitely be vigilant, man. Wash your hands. Yeah, man. If you feel sick, don't go around nobody. Just um, take this shit kind of serious. Yeah, man, this Rona is fucking shit up, bruh. I'm telling you. Yeah, man. But I don't know what the fuck is going on. This lockdown shit, man, like, that shit, enough is enough, bro. We, like, niggas been prepared for this shit their whole life. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't yeah. nothing new. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of the same thing as, like, like the pink eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you had the pink eye, you wouldn't go around people. You will wash your hands a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like that, like the chicken pox. Yeah. Like all that stuff that you couldn't be around people. You had to isolate yourself till you got better. Exactly, bro. And if you had it before, the only thing about that is you had it before, you couldn't get it again. So it was like, all right, catch it, 
and it was just a rash. It wasn't really nothing big, like nothing that's gonna kill you. But uh, yeah, yeah we we definitely prepared for it for a long time. We just gotta. That's a serious thing, though. That's that's what I didn't think yeah. about yeah. in that whole pink eye scenario that people dying from this shit. Yeah. Which is sad. So, um, just stay vigilant. Florida, I don't know. Y'all, like, you, Texas, somebody else trying to concede. They said if Biden win, they trying to concede from the United States. Oh, I can't remember what state it was. Secede. I'm like, what, what the fuck are we coming to, man? I don't know what the fuck niggas think this is, bro. But, I mean... They just had a fucking million MAGA march. <laughs> but a million people didn't show up. It was like 5,000. Yeah. it's at, at the end of the day, racists like being undercover racists. They really don't like to be straightforward racists. But you got a lot of ones that don't care and really want to be a racist. And yeah, that's sure. what we into. So, that being said, that's... That's a hard pill to swallow for America because it's like, dude, why we got to go through that? Why do we have to put two sides against each other, two races against each other, and 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 make it seem like one of them don't matter? And, and it's we like all Americans. Why wouldn't you think I mattered? Like, what did I do to you to make you feel like I didn't matter? And you didn't. It, most of these people are not slavery people. Like, I mean, your 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 ancestors probably were slave owners and you were brought up in that but you had the option to change your mind dude and you still chose to be like that that's crazy why would you think that's you see us on tv you see us doing big things and you still want to feel like that about us yeah man um i think it's a lack of just being generally around somebody like i didn't know a lot about other cultures until i moved from where we grew up it was predominantly black. I, I would say 95% black. Yeah, hell yeah. Where we grew up. Yeah. Like, no whites, no Latinos. No. I, I mean, not even brown. It was just black. So when I moved to the west side, <clears throat> I seen the whole... I got to kick it with people who... Puerto Rican, white, whatever. And I was like, oh, it's rich or poor. It ain't black and white. I know some white people who li who lived way harder than I lived. Oh, yeah. I definitely know those white brown those people that live way harder than I yeah. lived, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that opened my, but that goes both ways though. Like w when you in the hood, you think white people feel a certain type of way. Like white people as a a whole feel a certain type of way, and when you just living in a whatever white bubble, you think black people act in a certain type of way. It's only because you haven't been exposed to the the people who on the opposite end of the scale of what you think. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like a white person meet I don't know, anybody who um successful author or somebody and they be like, Oh, you're 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 pretty smart. In their head, they thinking like you pretty smart for a black guy. Yeah. Or, I mean, you, I never would have thought that you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I'd be having a conversation with a black guy like this. Yeah. It's only because 
they haven't been around people. We got multiple people in the hood like that. Yeah, you know what I'm very, saying? very smart. Very, very intelligent. And this is not to take away from the fact that um, we are not racist. No. At all. Because I know y'all like dudes always go back to this. Uh, I love white women. Just white, not white dudes. White and black <laughs> and racist conversation. But the conversation is the topic right now, though. Right. Like, so, therefore, we're going to always hit that topic until this shit is over with. So, um, I just want niggas to understand that we are not racist. No, no, man. I hope anybody who listens to this know I'm not racist. I, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, though, for the fact that we always go back to this conversation, they be like, man, why are these niggas always talking about <laughs> some white and black shit? Like, we want to hear about that. they a fucking million MAGA march. Yeah, like, but it's, like I said, as long as these events are going to happen, we're going to hit those subjects. Yeah. I got That's going to happen, so therefore, until that shit end, we're going to be talking about white and black people and why Y'all don't like us. If it was a slut march, we would have been talking about that, bro. Whatever going on, we're going to talk about. I just was, um, I told y'all that I didn't vote. And I I was suffering from um, just feeling like a piece of shit for not partaking and doing my duty. So I have been going deep down this political rabbit hole of what I'm going to do. And how can I fix that? And what did it mean that I didn't vote? And how I'm going to change that in the future. And now I think I'm going to just be more. I think I'm going to try to use my voice more to be active at a at a state level. I don't really give a fuck about the presidency. I'm going to stick with that. If they going to keep just fucking putting whoever they want to in there, I'm not going to care. But I'm going to try to get shit done at the state level. My my cousin sits on the on the board. She a councilwoman. And I always thought that she was perfect for that role. So if she can do it, she probably can shake hands with some people who we can probably get some shit done. Yeah. I'm going to figure out what judges we need to vote for. You know what I'm saying? Do, did you see that 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 Sean is uh, in the House of Representatives over in this country now? In Belize, yeah. yeah. And his father was, yeah. was like uh, a governor there or some yeah. shit. Yeah. That, I, I shout out to that dude because uh, shout out Sean. You you definitely don't know a person's real life. A person can make music about things that they were adapt what they were around, and it sounds good, and you end up vibe vibing to it. But their real life could be totally different, and people don't understand that. Like you know, you get those people to be like, "Yeah, man, if these niggas don't live it, then I don't want to hear that shit." Why would you think they would be living that though? Like right now, like how you think that? Why you think that's that? That's that person. How, why would you think that? Right. Why would you think that person is that person? Like that. That man might be a computer engineer for real in real life. Yeah. But he grew up in the hood and around some gang bang shit. He was in a gang, but he's really smart as fuck, and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, he's just a smart guy. Uh, I don't want to leave that point, but uh. For the listeners, Shine was a rapper who was signed to Bad Boy. Infamously, he uh, got into a shootout at a club with Puffy. He did some time in jail, got uh, banded, deported deported from the United States, had to go to another country. I think he went to Israel for a while. He became a Jew. I don't know if 
that that was derogatory. I, I don't know how you he he started following the Jewish traditions or whatever. I don't right. know how you say that. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, he right. um <laughs> he uh his father was like the governor of Belize or some shit, and now he has been elected to like uh, House of Rep- House, House of Representatives. Yeah, in Belize. Yeah, and to to see that if if first and foremost, I think his first album was dope as fuck. Yeah, he had a hard first one. Yeah, Shine was an animal, yeah. bro. Yeah, even the one he released from jail. Yeah. Uh, where he was like taking shots at Fifty and shit. Him and Fifty was beefing. Like Sean was a amazing rapper, very good storyteller. Yeah. Uh, what people used to say about him was um, he uh, he sound like Big yeah, yeah, when I he first that. came yeah. out, and he did, he did, yeah. he did. But you can you can you can differentiate the both both of them. Like both of them was. Hard, but you knew when Sean was rapping, and you knew when Big was rapping. Right, their voice was kind of like the same though, but it seemed like Big sounded like more of a fat boy, and his sounded more of like a just like his voice was just like that. But I, I, I rock with both of them though. They was hard. Yeah, man. I, shout out Sean, man. I, that's what I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see that shit for Killer Mike. I, I say this probably every podcast, man. Killer Mike. T.I., uh, David Banner, all them dudes, all them females, Raspity, all them people who stand up. But you had said something about, um, I can't remember, my brain be moving too fast, but a, a, a dude who has a special talent, and he's from the hood, and he see all that shit. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. But he's not really... Affiliated. Af- af- affiliated, right? I heard this story, one of the things I, I heard this week, was about this dentist, Dr. Rose. Mm-hmm. He he was like a black dentist, fly nigga, uh, no homo, handsome guy, very cas- charismatic, jewelry, he had the drip, but he was a dentist. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And they killed him. Who did? Some some niggas shot street, him outside. Street, the street streets. Oh, yeah, yeah, the street shot him outside his, his, his practice, man. Wow. <clears throat> and I had never... You know how we got in our brains, how I was just, we were talking earlier about we don't even recognize that we had an ability that we can move out of the United States and go somewhere, do exactly what we're doing here and get paid probably better and be treated better. But we don't even think of that as an option because nobody did it around us. I never thought of a dentist being like, the nigga with the ice and then right. VIP. Right. But when you look at that, that profession is money behind yeah, it. a lot of money in the dentistry. Yeah, hell yeah. So, so to see this black brother, I mean, he had the drip, bro. The dude had the drip. I'm going to show you a picture of this nigga. The dude had the drip, bro. Fine jewelry. The lifestyle, the cars and everything. And they killed him. I'm like... I understand how hood shit go. I grew up in the hood. I know uh, uh, if you ain't bringing something to the table, you're going to be on the table. I understand that a thousand percent. But to take somebody like that, like kids could have looked up to that dude. Like, okay, basketball player, 
uh, uh, sports. I could be a rapper or I could be a dentist. You know what I'm saying? Like, people would have been like, oh, if I just be a dentist and get my own shit, I'm up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell I yeah. I never even, it, it was, it was kind of like Kanye with the fashion thing. When he when he came in, like, started doing rockerwear and doing it at a street level, why not do it at a Louis Vuitton level, a Gucci level? We, I'm really going to become a designer for yeah. real. Yeah. He changed shit, and people got in that lane, man. I'm so, I was so fucked up seeing that. And I don't know this dude from nothing. I don't. Shout out to his, I mean, prayers to his family. I hope, I hope y'all get justice and they find out who did it. But just know that that man life didn't go without people noticing it's a whole nother lane, a legal lane. Yeah, it's a legal lane. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, my nigga 2 Chains dropped the album. Oh, my God. We're going to drop some bombs for 2 Chains. Oh, my God. 2 Chains. That dude needs some gunshots, man. If you haven't heard that album, and Boosie don't listen to music. Yeah, man, I'm I'm an artist, but so to hear Boosie talk about I'm, an album, I'm typing in on. I got some favorites though. I got some niggas that I like, and I be like, dude, if they come out with an album, I want to see what they drop. And usually they, some most of the time they don't disappoint me ever. The ones that I like, they always give me something. Be like, yeah, like I I could say I like Drake, but he disappointed me a few times because he started going outside. Hot the, take. I I that's a hot take. I'm just saying though, he he go outside the lines, and it's not my genre of music that he goes outside the lines in, but it's the world that he's appealing to, not just me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I gotta respect it. But if he will go back to, you know what I'm saying, the bars, the bars, just like I'm the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all got me fucked up. Yeah. Right now he just. Marketing himself to the point where he making so much bread is ridiculous. That's why I like it. Yeah. I, I I don't. That's what I was gonna ask you about two chain shit. Did you skip anything? I haven't skipped nothing. I'm still I'm still in the lab. I'm only like on number seven. Okay. Right. I, I I'm still in the lab with it because I just uh, tuned in this morning. Actually, I I I knew I knew when it came out, but I was like I'm gonna sit on it for a minute. Then I'm gonna bring it. I had I was like I gotta listen to at least some of it because I know that's gonna be a topic when we get on this pod. So right. I'm like, yeah, let me listen to some of it. And he came out the gate with me, so I'm like so excited though. Like, ooh, this nigga, this nigga ain't playing. Let's go to change. Yeah, man. <laughs> I Lambo on my rush, man. That he he did exactly what I wanted from Two Chains. He uh showed his maturity, but still stayed in the. In the in the relevant times, man, and and he did it in a in a classy way. And his last project, I, well, I don't know if it was his last one. That uh, pretty girls like trap music. Mm-hmm. I was like, he figuring it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How how we were talking on the on the we are, I always do this. I always do this, and I got to stop doing it. But we was talking on another podcast how um, rock and rollers can age with their music. But rappers really can't. It's right. kind of frowned upon. Right. You know what I'm saying? Two Chains came out kind of older. Older. Off rip. And he figured out how to stay relevant. Old, 
Yeah, stay on his, it. in his age bracket. Never acted like a young nigga. He get with the young niggas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He he with Wayne. Yeah. Who, who not really a young yeah. nigga? I can't even call it Wayne. Yeah, but he nigga. just had a, he just had a conversation though, um, and they asked him um, what he felt about Wayne and Kanye yeah. being with Trump, and he was like. I didn't meet these these dudes on nothing political. So how they feel politically has nothing to do with me. We met on a whole nother level. Like, everybody that I'm, I'm in cahoots with, we met on a whole nother level. Because if you didn't know that 2 Chains was the industry weed man at first. Right. Like, he had the he had that pack. You know right. what I'm saying? Get you anything you want type nigga. If you come anywhere near him, you going to him to get that shit. Older nigga, though. But he can rap, though. So, therefore, once he got in there, it was like... He had already had the respect of all the rap niggas, though. Like, right. I fuck with 2 Chains on this level. We on a whole personal level, for real. And then this nigga want to be a rapper, and he's kind, and he's hot. Ain't no kind of hot. He's hot. Going. Right. How can we just... You know what I'm saying? That's like... That's just like MJG and 8 Ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The older they got... They still stay relevant for a minute, but then it's like they go they, through your history. If you don't know who MJG yeah, and Eight yeah, Ball yeah, is, yeah, go do your yeah. history. Keep going. I ain't. Yeah, I'm, but, I ain't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go do your history. Back. Yeah, but they aged with the music, kind of cool. But then after a while, once the these little young niggas came out with this like mumble rap and all this stuff, it, it kind of died them down a little bit because it was like y'all got to get with the times and y'all ain't gonna get with the times because y'all got this, but. I rock with MJG and 8-Ball every day. I would yeah. listen to that all day. Yeah. But Pimp C, Bun B. I don't think they could have kept it going in these times, though. Because it's like, dude, how's you going to keep that going? Yeah, man. But we, 2 Chains has definitely figured out all, all, all angles of how to manipulate the rap game. Because it ain't just music with, with him. He no. has he has such a, a great personality. Yes, so sir. by him having that personality, it makes him... A better market for whatever. You know I would, what I would, I would love to hear uh, Two Chains podcast come to the PCB studio. Two Chains, Two we we'll get you in here. You know what I'm saying? Two we we can knock that bitch out. I look, he like you said, he got a one of those personalities that that goes above the music, yeah. and he survived through that mumble rap time, yeah, and he survived. Speaking of that mumble rap shit, me and Boost can't have our bet. Right. T.I. can't. T.I. Well, I don't know what happened with my man Tip. I don't know know what what happened. But we got Jeezy and Gucci, you know. Bomb, 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 baby. Yeah. We got Jeezy and Gucci. That was the more likely kind of thing that should have happened in the first place. It shouldn't have really been Jeezy and T.I. They just... They were they're friends, so it's like yeah. it would have been a perfect Easier situation thing to do. Yeah, but to take two people who were literally came in the game together and then actually fell apart, went to and, war, and went to war with each other, and then people came, die about that shit, and then came back and like let's versus each other since you thought you was better than me and I thought I was better than you. Let's versus this. Shout out Swiss. Shout out Timberland. Yes, for, sir. For bringing people together, we we. I'm not speaking on this situation because these people is very scary to me. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a bitch-ass nigga and I don't even want to talk about it, but... You're such a bitch-ass nigga. 
rest in peace to King Vine. That situation is crazy. All Very. that. I seen T.I. made some comments. Again, I don't really want to speak on that because that's a real situation. That's, that's real. That's, that's real a street real shit. person. You that's know what I'm real, real street shit. But um, to 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 see two people who almost went to that level, to where their team could have went to that level, where where people lost their lives behind the beef, be able to come together and, and celebrate their music. We're not calling verses a battle anymore. This right. shit is celebration. celebration. Right, exactly. I want to I want to see people get together and to see them dudes say that yeah, I could sit in a room with him. And we can have a conversation and, and play our music and celebrate our music. I think that's real big. I think Swiss and and and, and Timberland getting together and being able to 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 reach out to both of them and have an honest conversation and say, hey, this ain't about beef. We gonna make sure ain't nothing going on, uh, no violence. I think that's a big thing, man. And um, I can't wait. I had T.I. against Jeezy. The, the way we got to this was mumble rap. To me, Gucci was a, the first mumble rapper yeah. that was prolific. Yeah. That I was did, great. I did not like Gucci at the beginning of his career. He was like definitely not the person I wanted to see, hear, none of that. I was a straight Jeezy I don't even know how they even going up each other up against each other fan. Um, but to see um once I learn the lingo, because that's exactly what it is. It's not really a mumble. No. It's kind of a lingo. Not at all. And if you don't understand the lingo, then of course you're gonna be like, what the fuck is he talking about? All you're gonna hear is the drugs part. You'll hear that part. You're gonna be like, oh, that nigga talk about his drugs. Baby. Yeah. Um, but you don't understand it. But yeah. then once I start understanding it and then I went back and listened to old Gucci, I was like, yeah, Gucci was he he's a fucking animal. I I hands down. Felt the same way about Future, too. He birthed... Yeah, I, I was just about to say. He birthed a lot of these niggas' yeah, felt the same careers. Way about uh, a, a young nigga I love, Kodak. I think he's a, a product of that sound. Um, NBA young boy. Yeah. Like, Gucci is a beast. So, I took T.I. in a, in a Jeezy Gucci battle. And um, I'm not saying... Just just like Boo said, I'm not saying Gucci is a mumble rapper, but a lot of his early hits, you have to be aware of that lingo. You have to be in tune with that sound. So only a few people got it. Like, at a certain point in time here in Cleveland, riding through the city, all you heard was Gucci, man. Yeah, Gucci was... Gucci, this is one of his early career hot spots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like Gucci was very popular like, here. Yeah, he was super, super duper popular. So, at the end of the day, you uh, get in the car with your dude, it's it's Gucci, Gucci non-stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally non-stop all from the, the time you Every in the car. Every single last yeah. one of them. Yeah. Like, I got all Gucci mixtapes and I'm bamming them. I, yeah. What the fuck? I can't listen to this nigga. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know. But when people will start saying the words, you're like, oh, this nigga can rap. Yeah, but you know what I, I'm saying? I had, to, I had to... If you're forced to listen to it and you start listening to it, that's just like a song on the radio that you be like, that ain't gonna do it. 
Absolutely. And then all of a sudden you hear yourself singing it because it did it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, that's how Gucci was with me. I was like, man, he ain't going to do it. But then I, every car you get into, that's what you're hearing. It wasn't in mine. Right. I, I didn't have no Gucci in my car, but I get into another nigga car, he banging Gucci. So... So it was like get down or lay down, nigga. <laughs> get down, get down or lay get down. Get down. Nigga. So um, uh, I had Ti in that battle. You had Jeezy. Do you still stick with Jeezy in the Jeezy Gucci Man battle? I'm still Jeezy, nigga. I'm not, not ever gonna disrespect myself and go with Gucci just because I understand him now. On the 20 bangers. Listen, 20 Boosie, sit back and think about bangers. this. Bangers. I want you to think about this. Bangers. 20 bangers. bangers. Now, 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 now. You, you got to think about it, though, because uh, that nigga Gucci was in the club heavy. Mm-hmm. When I say heavy, I mean mm-hmm. heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, you heard it. You heard it. Jeezy was in the club heavy, too, at the beginning. But Gucci, like, stayed in the club for so long. Like, Gucci's still in the club. Mm. Gucci ain't even never left and the club. And he had niggas. Uh, <laughs> he had that, the little shorty, what, what's the nigga name? Um, Juice, OJ the Juice Man. I hate, I still hate OJ the Juice Man. I don't like OJ the Juice Man. <laughs> I, I hate that A shit. Hey, 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 yeah. hey <laughs> nigga, shut the fuck he up. He got shit, man, that he was featured on. He featured on Lil Wayne shit, Gucci. <laughs> Just think about it. Now, I know Jeezy got Jay-Z classics back. You know what I'm saying? That That's a round. Boom. Instantly. Boom. But Gucci got those things that's going to take off in the club where the girls going to be on the chat going nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I was twerking 04, 05. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit going to go crazy. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one. It, it's going to be, it really, it's really going to boil down to what, 20 songs that they picked to go at each other. Yes, sir. Because if 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 Jeezy picked the right ones, he gonna fuck Gucci up. But if Gucci yes, picked the right ones, he gonna fuck Jeezy up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I really, I, I, I want to see T.I. battle. I am a fan of T.I., man. Yeah, um, yeah I fuck with T.I. That's my name. I love that shit, man. That trap music. I think he is the pioneer of trap music to me. That's when I start saying the word trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came from T.I. Yeah. I know a lot of people in the South probably were saying that years before and y'all hip, me being a Cleveland nigga, yeah. he I heard trap, trap. Yeah. through T.I. with yeah. that trap music when he came out with that album. And mm-hmm. I respected his lyricism. I fuck with lyrics. If you go back and listen to Private Podcast, you'll know who on my list. I, I appreciate the words that come out I don't give a fuck about the beat, the production, none of that. T.I. has always been a nigga who can spit. So, I I rolled with him, but I cannot wait to see this Gucci Jeezy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, but I'm taking I'm taking Jeezy's side, so um, that's who I'm picking. And uh, I'm on the other side of that. You, you, with, you with Gucci? He got more bangers. If we go on 20, I'm saying just shit, nah, you can go one bruh. verse, bruh. Nah. We ain't gonna know bruh. the words, but the people who know the words no, are gonna be going bruh. nuts. I ain't seeing it. Nah, man. I ain't seeing it. I mean, 
you gonna you you definitely gonna have a lot of people who say whatever who gonna say whatever because you're more of a fan on this side than that side just like me right I'm more of a fan on this side than that side right. so you definitely gonna have this is gonna be like one of the first ones that that really really like is a versus versus close like yeah. like all the other verses have been against basically friends yeah. Yeah. These are two people who literally were enemies at one point in time. Absolutely. So they starting our season it's, too. It's 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 more of a Amazing. message. It's, it's more of a message with this. Yes, though. sir. Like, whoever win this is like I get all the the glitz and glory. I finally, I finally, yeah, yeah, I finally get to hang my hat. I yeah. didn't even think of it like yeah. that. That's fucking yeah, brilliant, yeah, man. Yeah. So I this is the first one, and. I'm going to tune in because if I was going to tune into the last one, I'm going to tune into this one because this is a good one. And I'm strongly on Jeezy's side. And Dave is strongly on Gucci's side. I got Gooch. I got Gooch for sure. Yeah, well, do go out, do, do whatever he going to do. I'm just saying. Is it going to be a better presenta- presentation than Rick Ross and, and 2 Chainz when 2 Chainz brought the strippers out? and threw the money, and then Rick Ross came out, took the shirt off, and got the massage. You think Gucci, you think Gucci and Jeezy gonna I, do a look? I, I would, <laughs> the I would, snowman? I, I would, you think the snowman? I would love to see it, but I, I, Jeezy is, he in a relationship right yeah. now. Yeah, and Jeezy always, he never he really laid been back. that. Yeah, he ain't never yeah. been the, uh, Gucci been that kind of All nigga. the hoes, and then Gucci married, got a kid. Now, congratulations, my nigga. Yeah. All that, you Shout know what I'm saying? Gucci. Yeah, so, they're in whole different spaces. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I want to um, touch on that for a minute. When, when you see a nigga come home and and completely reinvent his, himself and change his old ways, you salute that nigga more than yeah. a nigga who come home and and fall back into his old ways. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. not trying to knock none of my niggas who do what you do. I I respect all y'all. You know that. But to see Gucci like right before he went to jail, he was sending out on him. I don't know if you remember this, but he was like tweeting weird shit. Like we we ran the train on Nicki Minaj. I don't. This is not exact quotes, but he was like just sending out a bunch of weird shit and calling people pussies or whatever. And then he went to jail and was like, man, that lean had me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? He, he lost all that weight, got in shape, came home to the point he looked so different. People was like... He cloned. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. He, he, he got with his girl. I mean, he was with his girl already, but... Um, <clears throat> allegedly. Another thing. This episode 9, we released episode 10. So, this is all, like, behind-the-scenes shit. So... For the listeners going forward, I'm gonna just say I seen this movie, right? If <laughs> if it's anything allegedly, if it's a story I'm telling, where I'm involved or Boosie involved or somebody involved that I don't want to snitch on, I'm gonna just be like I seen this movie one time. I seen this movie one time. That's that's hard. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So now you you in you in so, with me. So allegedly means <laughs> I seen this movie one time. Right. That's that's what you're telling us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah that's that sounds good. I, that's a good way to stop saying a word and feeling like you you overdoing it with the word. Like. Yeah. 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 That's hard. Yeah. So um, y'all y'all tune in now. You know what I'm saying? Because if you say allegedly, I'm gonna be like nigga. 
I got to say it. I got to say allegedly sometime for the for the people who come later down no, the line. No, they get nothing. They get nothing? No. No, we got to get a listener something. No, I'm saying, though, if you're going to tune in, tune all the way in. You're going to come back to nine and try to yes, figure sir. out why is he saying. You got to start it now. Speaking of doing number nine, we trying new shit. Boosie changed the setup in the studio. Yeah, man. He got this shit way more comfortable. I, I now I feel, he got a light in front of me, man. <laughs> Nigga, I'm telling yeah, you, man. He's he a superstar the, right the, now. The, the studio is so fucking <laughs> stupid, man. I, I'm 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 really happy where we where we at. We started this thing. Just so you know, if you come back to nine, we started this thing and said we can't release it until we get to ten. So we've been doing it every week, once a week, and um. The dedication of him, the the hospitality, him and his girl just let me come up, basically take over, yeah, do whatever nigga the fuck like I want. Our, it's like he like our little kid to come over every <laughs> once a week and just walk in the house and be like, "What's in the fridge, nigga? Yeah, yeah. What y'all got to drink in here? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Damn." <laughs> I'm just having conversations and, and then go, Boosie and then, he, then he run and tuck his tail when, when we get into an argument and shit. <laughs> run in the basement like, ah, oh, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, don't run and tuck your tail, nigga. You just started this shit. Yeah, man. It's number nine show. We releasing next week. We gonna try to make this thing as interactive as possible, man. Uh, we getting a line established for y'all to leave uh, voicemails. You can send in texts. We're going to try to get this social media thing going. I got to figure out somebody to do that shit. I'm not a hip. Damn, that was something with Instagram I want to ask you. But I'm not hip to all this social media shit. So um, we're going to try to figure that shit out. But I'm going to try something right now just to show y'all what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Oh, we we getting a call? We calling somebody? Yeah. I'm oh. Trying to call that, What's up, man? What up, bro? This day sitting here at the uh, PCB Studios. We on the podcast. What's going on? Shit, crazy out here, bro. Power out. Oh wow! All right, what up? What's happening, Bruce? I'm chilling like a villain, bro. You got a generator? Nah, our whole development out. Oh my! Half the city out. We just went to try to pick up some food. Half the town blacked out. Other half, you don't want to eat this shit. Wow. Man. man. I'm good though. What's up with y'all? What's the conversation? Yeah, we was just trying out new shit and shit. You know, we about to we about to go live next week, so we're just trying out new shit. I'm sorry I called you at such a bad time, bro. Hey, that's a distraction right now. Yeah, get your ass back in the house. How Jennifer doing? A day? Yeah. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't got no candles? Yeah, we got candles, but... Oh, okay. I ain't trying to set the house on fire. Right, I get it. Too. I yeah. get it. Fuck, man. I thought you had a generator. <clears throat> I don't... Well, I was there, she talked to uh, Miss McGee's, and she was without power for two whole days. Oh, wow. Mama? Yeah. I just wrote... When I was riding over here, all the shit down, Carnegie down... 
picks, but you don't know who's affected and who's not. Yeah, I got Every it. Every drive-through line in the area, crazy. Nah, Ohio, Ohio weather fucked up. I got a. Uh... Ohio fucked up. America <laughs> fucked up right now. <laughs> right. You orange bastard. Put that on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I love you, man. Uh, be safe. I, I'm going to call you All when right, this shit over. All right, that'll work. All right. Arthur, baby. That's my big bro. My girl calling me now. Our power might be out. I can't even take that shit. It pied, pied over everything. Hey, so that was, that was kind of good. That was a good take. Like, we can do that. Yeah. Just, just, just chime people in. Call a nigga up every now and then. Yeah. We, we trying to figure, that's, that's what we trying to do. We trying yeah, to we can do that. be able to talk to you on the phone or play back some of your voicemails. Right. Um, so in the future, if, if we do keep doing this, it's a possibility that we'll have a line that you can call in on. If we do keep doing what? This, this phone call thing. Oh, I was about to say, this podcast ain't going nowhere. Oh, no, the podcast going to always happen. I'm just saying, the phone call I'll thing. I buy this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I buy everything in here. Everything in here. I ain't going to pie. You got me fucked up. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your couch. <laughs> nah. nah, me and Boots just fuck around, man. Yo, no, this is my big problem. Hey, man, that, that is jokes. funny, man. But hey. we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to do these things, and it's going to take some um, failures, man. Like, yeah. one thing I told Boots is, Every loss is a lesson. We only grow if we can do it. The reason we didn't drop when we first started this thing is because I wanted us to have enough times to try it and figure out what we did wrong to to be able to release it and give you some some quality. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. My, my, my man said in the, in the intro, quality conversation. That yeah. That's what we're trying quality to provide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in order to do that, we have to... We have to bump our head, you know what I'm saying? Stub our toes a couple times. We got to figure this shit out. And we didn't want to do that when we had y'all invested. We wanted right. to do it before right. when we felt a little comfortable. Now, when the next one come out, it's still not going to be perfect. It's yeah. still not going to be our best quality work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We only need a 10. We trying to get to 1,000. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, 10 is a big number because a lot of people give up at the Two, yeah, three. yeah. It's like, yeah. nigga, I'm not about to keep doing this shit. That's how they say you know if you know if you can continue, if you can get the ten. Yeah. And I told Boost that in the beginning. Yeah. And my nigga, I stayed said, nigga, dedicated. we getting the we getting the ten. We nigga. had our little vacation, you know. Yeah. yeah. We we gonna take some time off every now and then. Yeah. Real life shit go on sometimes, and shit gotta happen, but. We we dedicated to this. Yeah. We enjoy this. We like this. This is our shit. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get y'all some. It's gonna be crazy. We we um. Oh oh um um. I'm it, it's so much going on. Um, the nigga Boosie done got shot. Boosie who? Boosie badass nigga. No man, come on. Yeah, they they say he was in Dallas. At no man, come on. At at a motherfucking uh party that they was giving for. When did this happen today? This, this was like yesterday or some shit, or day before yesterday. Um, he was in Dallas at a party. 
that they was given for Mo3. You know, they yeah. they in cahoots and uh, some shooting happened and he got shot in his leg. Man, come on, man. So that that Mo3 shit is deeper than what it. I I'm sorry about him too because I was a listener. I was I was tuned into him, even though I don't tune into a lot of young rappers, but. I was tuned in to him because me and him kind of similar because he liked to sing and shit. And I like to do that shit too. So I'm like, that shit hard. And he got bars. Fuck this whole year, man. Yeah. Like, So yeah, he got shot in his leg. So uh, hoping for a speedy recovery for that guy. Um, it's just, I, I hate keep coming back to this uh, rappers getting shot or rappers yeah, dying. That shouldn't or be rappers. a fucking segment. And, and it ain't even just rappers. It's like, we doing this Black Lives Matter thing. We we got to show that shit. Right, before, at the end of the day. To make anybody believe that shit, we got to believe that shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you can't tell your kids don't do drugs and then you smoke weed every day or you doing crack. Like, your kids going to see, like, that shit ain't real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mommy's just telling me that because I'm too young to do it now. But when I get older, I'm doing that shit. Yeah. Like, we got to... How we want the police to to man up and, and, and report that one of their fellow brothers are doing wrong, we... And I'm not saying snitch. I'm, I'm not even talking about go to the police. I'm talking about having a conversation with a motherfucker. Like... Early, earlier in this, when we started this thing and, and how it started, we spoke of how we got these principles and these morals. And it was, be, it was because certain people in our neighborhood deemed us people who were, were worthy of working around, walking around and being in the hood and doing whatever the fuck they wanted to, but they didn't have to do hood shit. Right. Like, you, you have to have somebody hold you accountable for things and and it's none of that no more no ain't nobody holding accountable accountable for nothing they do everybody kind of doing that shit on their own it's too much of this like pop smoke rest in peace it's it's so many names i could say right now like from this this year, year alone, alone right that i can say and, and, and even with police situations, like, it's so many people that I could say rest in peace to. If if we don't hold ourselves accountable and, and, and treat ourselves better, why would we expect them to do that for us? Right, exactly. And I always believe that. Like, dude, we, if, uh, in order to be better, we got to do better. And this ain't no coon shit. I know you saying we got... They don't. They don't have situations where we can do better. They never did. Like, we got it better than our parents. We got it better than our grandparents. We got it better than our great grandparents. They were slaves. They were. They were literally in a time where it was a, a a white water fountain and a black water fountain. Now we ain't got all that. Now I just seen some. Um, what the? F- it was. It was like somebody was selling an antique clock and uh, the clock had like a, a cord that had a noose on it and the people went in there and fucking made an outrage about it. Like, we, we got to pick our battles, bro. That shit is unimportant. It Maybe somebody did it. Maybe. Hypothet- I don't know. Maybe somebody did it. 
and, and back at that time when the clock was made. But that ain't what the fucking store represent. We shouldn't be trying to shut down the store. They just, how I was saying earlier, I lived in a neighborhood that was 95% black. You know what I'm saying? So things that were offensive to Indian people or to Chinese people or to Latino people was not aware to me until I moved around them. Right. If a white person is not aware to social injustice and, and racism and they see a clock and they got a cord that's strung up like a noose, and I'm not trying to make good for, like, Proud Boys and all that shit, the right. Boogaloo Boys. Right. I'm just saying, you don't know. You're not looking at that clock like, oh, this is a racist thing, let me take this down. You're just selling the clock and... and for a black person to go in there and make that the the ledge they're going to die on, we got other real shit going on out here. A lot of real shit. That ain't some shit we should be worried. And I'm not saying that's not a bad thing, but we got to pick our battles, people. We we got to pick what's worthy of our, our energy. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of energy going into some, some weirdo shit. And I ain't with none of that weirdo shit, bro. Yeah, me neither, bro. We not gonna be fighting for for. I I didn't want. I don't know. That nigga said. Ti said some shit about people coming to a city and doing violence and how he didn't appreciate it. And a lot of people got on him like uh, he was wrong for what he was saying. And I don't think he should have spoke on that particular situation that that led him to saying it. But what he said was correct. Atlanta is a place of excellency. Like, don't come here and do your shit. Right. That, that be, shit in Chicago, where it's supposed to be. And, and again... I, I that really, that situation is really not to be spoke on. I really don't. That dude is like the dude yeah, from Harry Potter. Like you don't say his name. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you come to another nigga city, though, he runs what he runs in Atlanta. Ti does. Yeah. So I feel he should have a voice to be able to say that without everybody getting so offensive like he's being insensitive to the situation. It's just basically like, dude, y'all coming here and making us look like making people not want to be here because people getting killed here. And people need more OGs. People need more people to stand up and say shit like that. Was it the... the the Wrong time. Wrong time? Wrong Maybe. time. It was, too early. it was too early in the game. But the message... Was needed to be said, right? And 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 if, and with these people being so young and dumb and full of cum, it's ridiculous. If you don't say nothing, then it's just going to keep happening. So why not somebody that has a voice, a platform that everybody tunes into, and say something, and then not get criticized for what he's saying? You know what I'm saying? Just because. Like I said, the timing probably was off because you you still got a lot of people emotionally fucked up about this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So now all they're going to do is speak out because of the emotion. Maybe down the line they might apologize for whatever they said on social media to T.I. But at, right now it's like, this is fresh, dude. Don't say nothing to us about what's going on. 
we know what happened. We know we see the videos, dude. We don't need you to tell us that that shouldn't have happened. We can't make these guys do what they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we spoke on it earlier. Got to stop doing that. Um, that was a situation that outside of the shooting, outside of the the gun violence, when you have uh, a level of animosity towards somebody, that's what you was, should expect to happen. And the complete opposite was the outcome. It should never lead to gunfire. It should have just been what it was. I don't like you. I seen you. We're going to work. Yeah. But it was. We're going it, to fight. It's a lot of, it's a lot of words, a lot of behind the scenes action going on that we as the people don't know don't about. Know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. You right. you you never know what could have transpired before that even got to that point. It could have been a conversation just had, and it was like, nigga, when we see each other, it's on and popping. And I listened to the interview from his manager, and it sums it up. I you can go out there and do your googles, but one thing he said was, because I believe two other people were fatally injured in that exchange and his manager said the person who did that to Vine only shot at Vine it was two undercover police officers there yeah and they, he said it just started being gunfire everywhere who were dropping anybody who had a gun they were shooting at anybody who had a gun so he said outside of the Outside of the five shots that were fired, well, the shots that were fired, him and Vaughn got hit. Vaughn got hit four, he got hit once. And that's what that's that situation. All the other gunfire and all that, that actually came from the cops just opening fire. Yeah. So in the area. That just goes to show. We we need another avenue to um, be able to handle our differences because I don't think the initial engagement was wrong. He seen somebody he didn't like, they fought. That person, friend, chose to intervene um, with a weapon. Yeah. But the initial thing was, I see you, like, he didn't tell his squad or nothing. He just, that nigga here? Oh, beat that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said it, he, he said it was real, real unusual for Vaughn to really ever do some stuff like that. Yeah. Because he was like, dude, he usually scope out the situation at all times. Real. But I'm pretty sure he didn't think that it was, because he ain't have a gun. He knew Vaughn ain't have a gun. Or, or not, he knew the other guy didn't have a gun. We just going to fight then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, um... I don't know. I think it was Soldier Boy and Chris Brown. Two people was supposed to box. Yeah, Soldier Boy and Chris Brown. Yeah, that was that's what that was. Yep. And I was like, that's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't like you, let's box and let's kind of do it for charity. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they need about the money. Let's I let just, the people tune in. Yeah. That way yeah. we'll see who hard and who ain't hard. Yeah. I think it needs to. That needs to be rewarded because I don't know. 
what video I was watching. It was on Vlad. Yes, I talk shit about Vlad, but I still do go there. Some weird obsession. But a dude was on there, and he was like, yeah, we ain't doing no fighting. Like, niggas ain't got time for that. I ain't got time to find out if we gonna win or lose. Like, I'm gonna pull the strap out. He in jail right now. And that video got him in jail or whatever. He like, I'm gonna pull the strap out. I'm gonna just shoot you. And I was like, we have came so far. It used to be, like, you don't pull it if you ain't gonna pop it. Yeah. But see, what it is is we as black people don't know how to um, handle humility. We don't right. know how to be humiliated and handle that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's that's something real, real tough to handle. Um You absolutely I, right. I, I I don't even know how I will feel if 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 I got into a fight in front of my niggas and got my ass whooped and how that would make me feel for the rest of my life without me retaliating in another way. You know what I'm saying? That's just my mentality. That's I, I, everybody's I mentality. But other races don't have that mentality. They'll take I, that loss. I don't have that mentality either, Bush. Yeah, I'm saying, but though. Here's the thing. I'm going to start that fight. Yeah. And if you lose it, you lose it. I get my ass beat. Yeah. And I'm going to come back to y'all like, you see how I started that fight? Yeah. You see? Nigga, hey, you got knocked the fuck out. Where, where was you <laughs> when the nigga did this, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't... I know it's a winner and a loser in everything you do. I understand that in life. Like, um, when you go to work and and you're working with somebody, the the owner of your company puts you with that person and and be like, y'all work together. One of y'all are going to outperform the other every day. Yeah. Or or on most days. It's going to be, it's not a competition, but it's going to be a a measurement. It's going to be a... Productive, a productivity level that you can measure who did the most that day, right? Right. I don't care about being number one. I don't, I never have that in my brain because it's just like we go to school together. You get an A, I get a C. We both pass the class. Yeah. We both get the same degree at the end. At the end. If we go to work together, and I know this is horrible to say, you should always strive to be your best. But if if I'm working for somebody, if I'm being a worker, if I'm if I'm being an earner for somebody, I'm only really working for myself. So I'm only really wanting that money. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not trying to be the best worker. I know we both get paid X amount of dollars an hour. So you're going to come to work and blow yourself out Possibly risk blowing your back out. Me, I'm going to just come and coast through this day. Coast. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a leaf on the river, yeah, baby. I do as much <laughs> as I can do in my eight hours and I'm out. That, that's it. That's it. I, I'm not trying to be the superstar. Now, I'm not trying to be the last person. No. I no, know the nigga who no. lasts. I'm not trying to be the last no, nigga. No, I know who is the slacker. I'm not trying to be the slacker. I'm just trying to be the person that if you call on me, I can get the job done. And me being a black man, I have to work harder than most people that's beside of me just because of the stereotype. We lazy. We don't show up on... I'm always... 15 minutes. Anybody who know me, punctuality is one of my biggest things. 15 minutes early is is 15 minutes late. I show up. I'm 30 minutes on the job. I'm taking a nap. 
when niggas showing up. First one in the job, unlocking the toolboxes. I'm ready to go. Now, did I drink the night before? Definitely. Did I get high the night before? Definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I a little, am I a little under the weather? Yes. Are you going to be able to tell? No. Because when I get on that job, I'm not trying to be number one. I'm not trying to be number five. I'm trying to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I'm just trying to get this paycheck. I know I'm going to get these. If I stay here for this amount of hours, I'm going to get this amount of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to allow yourself to be that. Sometimes yeah. you got to figure out how to negotiate your way through life. And and that's a big part of this America shit. Itself, though. Not just... Accept your flowers, bro. You're the best rapper out the group. I, I'm, I, I'm not... I'm, dude, my inspirations... My inspirations is, like I just told you, Link and David Wallace, dude. I have two inspirations that started me here. You know what I'm saying? I have a million famous rappers that I, I have inspiration from, but when it came down to who was going to make me be a rapper or who was going to challenge me to try to see if I can even get there, you know what I'm saying? Those two guys gave me that. that. I used to I used to take... Uh, the other day was hard for me. Friday. It was uh, 22 years to the day. Oh. That my younger brother passed. Rest in peace, Dave. Little Dave, man. And um, damn. Boosie is one of the people who um. Got to know him, got to see him in the flesh and be around him. And one of my biggest memories is uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know I got to say it. Why you going to go there, Brad? You know I got to say it. <laughs> Boots has always been a part of hip-hop. He has always been a part of the culture. He has, um, he one of the flyest niggas I know. Uh, I wanted to be fat. I'm a little nigga. I'm a skinny nigga, if you don't know. Um, in my brain, I'm 260. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this nigga like huge. Like 6'5". This but nigga huge in his brain. <laughs> in real life, I'm 5'11". I'm like 150 soaking wet. So, um... <laughs> Uh, Boost always been a fly nigga, always been a part of the hip hop culture. More than most people, like trendsetter, fly nigga. So one day we was at the bus stop. This how I'm I'm dating myself. Uh, we were talking earlier about my daughter. It's fucking headache. It's Sixteen. <laughs> Got a job, can't get to. I got a driver everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So I had to drive her to a party, and me and Boosie was talking like, I remember being 16. We never asked our parents to drive us nowhere. We don't even want them involved. Yeah, you don't even know where I'm going. You ain't got none of that, you know what I'm saying? You I got, want you involved in You this. got my pager number, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Page me. Page me. I call you if I, if I feel like it, you know what I'm saying? I'm dating our show. So, so me, Boosie, my brother... We had a um, a bus stop. There's a couple other the seven dudes there, and uh, Boosie get the dancing man. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was quite the dancer in high school. Dude. Boosie is the dancer. That's what you I don't was know. Quite this the dancer. A, 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 Those a dancers right there, I was doing them. nigga man. Yeah, I was Boosie quite the is a fly 
nigga, man. <laughs> Always been a fly nigga. I'm a dirty nose, raggedy. I, I wear the same jeans. If I got my favorite pair of jeans, I'm gonna wear them bitches like three days in a row. And I got, don't need like I got all the jeans. <laughs> I got every pair of jeans. Nigga. But I'ma just wear the same jeans like three days in a row. But Boosie dancing at this uh bus stop and Dave look up. And I'm like, boo, stop flexing. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing my flexing shit. <laughs> and flexing was a, a a '90s dance. It's like where you pop and lock your body and shit. It's some weird shit. I, it's it's cool though. If you can't see it, y'all appreciate it. But Boosie was doing it, and um, my brother just looked up and was like, "Oh, that's what he doing." Yeah. It was like a one liner that hit so hard. <laughs> That shit slapped so hard, bro. Hey, I was doing the, I was doing the, you know, if you if you hip to the little, it was like a little line dance that they did to the uh, Trans Europe Express, Trans right. Europe Express, <laughs> and they and they had this raw ass like flex thing to it, and 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 the the niggas who can dance in a group, they used to do that shit. Right, I never learned how to actually do the step. But I did the one the one little move they did. I had it though. Like, ah, ah. He he seen that shit. He was like, "Oh, that's what he doing." <laughs> yeah, man. Um, this PCB shit, man. This is for everybody, man. We um, it's a family. You see what we doing? We just kicking it right here. We just telling stories of our shit. Yeah, you can t- come down here. Yeah, you can be a part of it. You could do your own thing separately. Yeah. It's not like we got to be intertwined. Um, at the end of every podcast from now on, outside of the intro, which I don't want to get away from. I do want to speak a little bit more about a part of the intro. Um, Boosie being my big bro, and I might say I'm the better lyricist, but he's the better rapper. When we went to record that intro, I had no ability to stand up next to him. When I first wrote my bars, it was like a quick six, something soft, something light. It was nothing hard. I heard his shit and I was like, oh man, I gotta go back in the lab. I gotta I gotta turn this motherfucker up a little bit. And um I hadn't rapped in a studio and maybe five years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Six years. So, I was going to get Ryan. If you go back and dig in our, our past podcast, I got my little brother Ryan, young Romanowski, uh, a.k.a. I am the happy hour. I had that nigga I, in the group chat, like, hey, man, you going to have to spit these bars. And Boosie was like, nah, nigga, you going to get this work. Like, you going to come down there. I'm going to show you what I am. So, I came down here we were doing the pod, and then I'm like, uh, I'm ready. I was feeling myself. I'm like, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the intro. Yeah. Then I heard his bars, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I'll be ready. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared. But my nigga coached me through that shit, man. Like, yeah. I, I got that one part in the song. Uh, I couldn't. I, I can't think of it. Coexist collectively. Coexist collectively. collectively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a hard. I couldn't bar. get that shit off, man. That nigga said, "Don't focus on nothing else." I, I say all that to say, this dude is not only a co-host of a podcast. He's really like an engineer and a producer. Like he can get you there if you want to make music. 
if you want to do a podcast, yeah. if um anything audio, he, he getting into the visual wave, but anything audio right now, like if you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah, this is all. This is all. Uh, come from. Uh, no, no schooling. No, just being around the atmosphere and paying attention. Yes, sir. I wasn't. It, it, I, I, I paid for studio time at Big Boy Studios. Yes, sir. Shout out to Top of the World Studios. I used to always go there. Great studio, Big Boy Studio. But even though I was there making music. I was always looking at the engineer and what he was doing and trying to get like pointers on what he was doing. Of course, all the things that he has in the studio, I don't even have though. Like it's, it's things that I want still that I haven't even bought because I'm like, let me just focus on the things that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I already get a good sound out of here. There's no reason to really take it to another level um, until I get to that point and I'll be like, Oh yeah, now we need this. Let's right. go. You know what I'm saying? So right now it's like everything is everything. But I observed everybody though. Like any studio I ever went to, shout out to my cousin Tezo. He was really into it. Tess. And he's still into it. Um, he taught me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. He taught me so much. Um to the point where if I let him hear a song today, he will instantly say, Let me come in there and touch it. I I be wanting to say I be wanting to say yeah come through but then I be like no because this is my sound I don't want you to touch my yeah. sound because he gonna he gonna touch it and it might sound better but it's it's not gonna sound how I want it to sound though right. you know what I'm saying it's gonna be something in there that's gonna be like uh, I don't like that he be like what well, boots you got to do it this way this is how everybody else doing I'm not everybody else you know what right. I'm saying like I don't want to sound like that just because everybody else sounded like that you know what I'm saying that's not I'm not in it for that. I'm in it for that if somebody come down here and say, I want to sound like, I got I got presets in here that make you sound like Tory Lanez. I can make you sound like Drake. I can make you sound like Roddy Rich. I can make you sound like whoever you want to sound like. You know See, what that's what I'm saying, though. That's the that's but, the beauty of the PCB studio. Yeah. Is if whatever your vision is, you can stick to that. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to add they sauce to your shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If 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 you want it that way, you get it that way. Yeah, and nobody really gets on by being like everybody else. Forty don't don't didn't get on being an engineer of Drake because he was doing everything like everybody else. Right. Drake liked the way he was producing, how he was engineering him, and he was doing an amazing job. And now Forty is like one of the top producers, top everything to everything that you want to hear right now. You gotta. You have to have your own way of doing things, even if it's not the traditional way of doing things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's still stuff I need to learn. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, a, a. People can. I can record you and engineer you and make you sound amazing, but I won't be able to master you because I haven't tapped into mastering. You know what right. I'm saying? So. In order to get the master, you probably have to go to somebody else and get your stuff mastered. But you your, stay in your lane, bro. Your, your original recording gonna sound good. Mastering ain't nothing but levels. So that all they gonna do is just turn you up in different areas. And if they have that capability, they'll do it. I'll get into it one day, but until then, I'm scraped. It's actually is is it's actually software that does it for you for real. That's I, why I, we putting this these these episodes in the bag, bro. We learning. 
we you you wasn't a podcaster. No, you I are never, never thought I would ever be on here having a conversation talking about potting. And and believe you me, before you even said anything about potting, though, I had a lot of people in my ear about potting. Like you should you should do potting. I'm like, I, I don't, don't even pod. know what that is. I don't even listen to that. Why would I even do that? But when one of my niggas say let's pot, I'm buying it all then. Let's buy it. Let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? You say you got it, let's do it. I'm we ready. We in here, man. I'm, I'm ready. fucking. The, the studio is what we about. We are dropping next week. If you got any suggestions, you you become a fan next week and you go back and listen to this shit. Anything you want to hear, you want us to talk about, you want us to include in the podcast, a segment, a section, anything. Let us know. We're trying to make this the most interactive podcast ever. We're going to get our social media shit up. We need somebody. <clears throat> We're going to be looking for help in that area. Boosie's more into the uh, technological world than me. He's the engineer here. So he figure out all the sounds of this shit and how to edit it. I don't do none of that. Um, I'm not in the social media but we will be starting up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. You can get with us through that in whatever way. I don't know. DMs, inboxes, messengers. You can even email us. Um, I'll put my email out there right now, paperchasingboys.com at gmail.com. You can go there and email me anything you want to say. I would definitely look at it, see what you're talking about. I mean, that's my personal. It really is my studio email, kind of personal email too. So I'm gonna chime in if y'all want to. If y'all want to reach out like ASAP, like right after y'all hear like the first three episodes, or right after y'all hear the first two, and y'all be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? But I guess you got to get to episode nine to even get this email address though. <laughs> so, they might work their way back. Yeah. They might be like, I like I like the first one. Let yeah. me hear the last one. Yeah, and they go up, they go up a little bit. But. Yeah, so um we're gonna get more interactive. The shit come out next week. We really excited, man. Super duper excited. It's round of applause <laughs> for the GB7 podcast coming soon. We're gonna be here for y'all. We uh look forward to doing this shit every week. We look forward to making y'all a part of it. Thanks for listening. Um, oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, we also gonna do the. Uh, I know we said we, we gonna put our uh, my music at the end of these oh, podcasts. Yeah. Oh but yeah, we gonna we didn't speak about that. We we gonna put my music at the end of starting today. We're gonna put my music a snippet. We ain't gonna put all of a lot. It's gonna be a snippet of a song that I made. And uh, after a while, I'll start giving y'all places to go which listen one, to that which, music. Which one you coming with? You coming with the bag? Yeah, I'm going to come with... I'm, the the uh, standout definitely going to come out first. Because it's, it's one of them songs that I let Dave hear first. And he was like, that's that's stupid rock. So I'm going to let y'all hear that first. Um, but I'm also going to chime in. I also want to chime in to local artists. Local artists. My girl always say I say artists and that's not a word. No. Whatever. Local local artists, I'm going to chime in to you guys. I'm going to let you guys uh, send me music. Um, 
like I said, I do have an email address. It's paperchasingboys at gmail.com. Chasing without the G. Don't put a G in it, though. It's paperchasingboys at gmail.com. Now, if you email me a song and I and, and I feel Make that sure song. Make sure that shit legit. Make yeah, sure man. it's already. We ain't about to put no bullshit on He was on talking here. about mixed and master. Yeah. I don't know nothing about none nah, of that it ain't, shit. It ain't even got to be that far, but at the end of the day, long as it's a good make quality. Sure a, yeah, make you know sure it's a finished to, product. Yeah. And we will, we will showcase your shit at the end of the podcast. Yeah. We will and shout you out. Send you information. All your it. handles, yeah. your, your Twitter, yeah. your, your everything. Give yeah. us everything so we can give them everything. Yeah. And, and let's grow as a family, yeah. man. Let's, trying to, uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to connect. I mean, even if y'all want to do music with me, I am definitely available. I just... I, I it, it, it can't be no... Uh, hood crazy shit like yeah I'm gonna come to the studio and you bring 50 niggas with you because that's how you come no that's not what we doing uh, I'm a creator and I love to create if you come down here with a song and you be like I just want to own it let's do it you know what I'm saying I'm not I, I, I love to work with other artists I want to do that but we have to um, stay safe I want you to be safe I want you to be out here. I don't I don't need nobody coming down here to be in every club every Friday and Saturday. I don't need you coming down here because I can't be affording to catch no Rona. Dude, I can't afford it. So make sure you got all your ducks in order and we can make it happen, bro. I'm not going to... studio is here. It's going to be here to stay. It's been here for years. I haven't stopped. It's going. My nigga making podcasts. My nigga making music. If, if you got some beats... Send them through. Yeah, we accept the narrative. One thing I don't do is I don't do beats. So the production part of it is not me. I don't have production. I have the production gear. I just don't do. I haven't tapped into that either. You know what I'm saying? Like that part of me ain't started. One day it might start. I don't know. But it's so much other things like potting and actually making music. I have no time. So if you are a producer. And you want to get some some beats this way? Send me some beats also, cause I can I can definitely and I'm willing to pay for those beats. I'm I'm not gonna you're not about to charge me a whole bunch of money, cause obviously you're not on if you're sending me beats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Producers that's on don't send nobody beats. They be like, uh, I got some beats for you. Come to the studio and, and have a listening session. But I'm just saying, if you're a producer and you out you here up and coming. I, I I am definitely down to once you hear my music, you will understand what type of artist I am, and if you feel like you can tap into me, tap in. I feel it. Yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you guys for sticking around, listening to another episode of the GB Seven podcast. Uh, I hope everybody stays safe. Congratulations if you uh, feel like you got the the presidential candidate that you wanted. Let's. Buckle down, get really serious about our activism, make our votes count. I love you guys. Yes, sir. Sir. I put the cash in the bag now. We never come with our hands out. I put the cash in the bag. I put the cash in the bag now. We never come with our hands out. Young niggas, we boss and we stand out. Young niggas, we boss and we stand out. 
I put the cash in the bag now. We never come with our hands out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. I put the cash in the bag now. We never come with our hands out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. I put the cash in the bag now. We never come with our hands out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. Yo niggas, we boss and we stand out. And it's all about discipline. They on my ticket, get thought of with over, but they ain't no. Fuck niggas hating, they lying, they faking it. My people waiting on me to blow. King of my city, but they ain't no. Shooters on deck and they ready to go. We came from nothing, I tell you, we paid all our dues all them times. We slept on the floor. We never come with our hands out. Just hoping one day it'll pan out. These niggas is stripping they legs out. But I ran it up and they ran out. No talking, just pulling them bands out. Wanted the portion, I cashed out. She wanted to suck till I passed out. She wanted to fuck till I passed out. Whoa. This ain't really nothing to a Cleveland nigga. You bustin', then we bustin', we get even, nigga.